Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Learn English with Teachify. As you know, I'm Lewis, and maybe you know, or maybe you don't know, but I love food, and、um, I'm telling you this because I have just had an incredible breakfast. It was to die for. It was delicious. It was so tasty, and I had it here at home. So literally, I had the most typical Spanish breakfast. I toasted some bread, then I put a little bit of salt and olive oil on the bread, which was recently toasted. After that, I、uh, sliced some tomato, and I had little slices of tomato. And then on top of that, of course, I had some good ham, some good Spanish Iberian ham. Remember here, not jam, always ham, because jam. Well, jam could be strawberry, raspberry, or many different fruits. It's like marmalade. So, that's our little introduction, and it's completely unrelated to our topic of the day, which is a story. Because this week is time for another story, another personal story about me. And actually, I'm going to tell you a bit about how I started working at Teachify. So that way, you get a better idea of how this adventure here began. So, are you ready? In that case, here we go. And to begin, I want to go back to five years ago, more or less, when I was actually living in La Línea de la Concepción, right next to Gibraltar. And what was I doing there? Well, I moved to Sevilla in 2015. I did a month-long course to become a qualified English teacher, which is called a Celta, in a Spanish accent, or Celta.、Um, I think it's certificate. Oh, what is it? What does it stand for? Certificate of English language teaching to adults. That's it. A certificate of English language teaching to adults. And after that month, I got a job straight away. However, I didn't really like the job; it wasn't the best. So I was teaching in the city centre of Sevilla, which was good. It was adults only, which of course also was good because I'm not the best with children. And the schedule was normally from about three p.m. to eight p.m. or nine p.m. And、uh, obviously, I worked shifts of、uh, about five or six hours of non-stop teaching without any breaks. And dis- despite working quite long, unsociable hours, I wasn't getting paid well, and the salary was really low. So I could only just make ends meet. I could only just make ends meet. I could only just get by and earn enough money. To pay my rent and pay for my food and have limited social life. And funnily enough,、um, I replaced Mickey. I don't know if you know Mickey. He was on the podcast the first episode, and he's been on some other episodes too. But、uh, he is the current boss and founder of Teachify, and he was working at the same academy before me. And when he left. I was his replacement, 
But at that time, we didn't know each other. We hadn't met. I just heard that the last teacher was really popular, really funny. So you could say that I had a lot to live up to. I had high expectations, to put it one way. Anyway, after spending nine months at this academy, which I won't name, I was fed up and I was unhappy and I was sad. And I wasn't motivated at all about the job. Consequently, I was questioning everything and wondering if I had made the right choice in deciding to become an English teacher. As a result, I started looking on LinkedIn. Remember pronunciation here? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. So I started looking on LinkedIn for other opportunities to possibly change career, to try something new completely different. I considered becoming a salesman. I know, random, right? And uh, I considered even going back to the UK. So when the summer started, as always, I fled Sevilla, I escaped, and I went back to my house, I went back home to have a good think about my future. And at the same time, of course, see my family, my friends, and Relax a little bit. Have a little bit of time off. So, whilst I was at home, I saw a job advert for a well-paid short-term contract in La Linea. Of course, next to Gibraltar. English Gibraltar. (laughs) And um, it was a job advert working in La Linea, working as an English teacher at an immersion camp with university students. And to me, it sounded like a good, fun job, and it would take me back to Spain, which I wanted to do. So I gave it a go, I tried it, and I applied, and I sent my CV with, of course, a cover letter as well. I had a couple of interviews, and hey, I got the job. So two weeks later, I was traveling down to start work in a new life. I uh, flew from Manchester to Sevilla, I spent a couple of days in Sevilla, then I got a lift, so my girlfriend, she took me to La Linea, and she dropped me off, she left me there, (laughs) and she went back to Sevilla, and I started work in La Linea. And uh, the job, well, it was only four or five months, but as I mentioned, uh, it was well paid, The job description sounded really fun and entertaining. So, as I said, I gave it a go. I gave it a go. And I got the job. Now, long story short, my time there was really fun. I learned a lot from other colleagues. And the best of all, I was paid to have breakfast and lunch with the students. And of course, the food was free. And it was a buffet so I could eat as much as I wanted. On top of that, the students were there to have fun, and they were basically the same age as me. So I was playing games, talking to them, teaching people who were practically on holiday, an educational holiday. And all of these classes and the food, it all took place in a hotel. And the hotel was quite nice. It wasn't the best hotel in the world, but it was good enough. And I had small groups of students, and um, yeah, 
I have only positive memories from my time in La Línea, which is surprising because when you say La Línea, most people think like, huh, what, La Línea? What were you doing there? <laughs> were you lost? Something like that. Anyway, that's the end of that stage. And five months later, uh, it was decision time once again. And I applied for some jobs in Sevilla to keep working as an English teacher following this positive experience, which I suppose convinced me that I enjoyed the job and I should pursue it further. Then the first interview I had was with a certain Mikael Soto. And I thought, hmm, wait, I recognize that name. Who is this guy? Hmm... Ah, ah, it's the guy who used to work where I worked, that I replaced him. I, I took his job after he left. And it was at that academy that paid me a miserable salary. We had an interview, we got to know each other. It was a relatively informal interview. Uh, Mickey at the time was the head of studies, and I was applying just to become a teacher. And after the interview, I must have uh, made a good impression on him because, cha-ching, I got the job. Yeah! And there, I actually got to meet Mickey. We became friends, and I continued to gain experience and sharpen and improve my skills in exam English. And I learned different teaching methodologies, among many, many other things. That said, during this period of about nine months, again, no longer than a year, I still wasn't completely in love with the job, and I was determined to go to Australia for a year to work and maybe travel around Southeast Asia. So I quit the job, and I got ready for my biggest adventure yet. On the other side of the world, down under, in Australia. Don't worry, I'll tell you more about this time of my life maybe next month, as I'm sure many of you will be curious about what life's like down under, in Australia. But for now, I'll just sum it up by telling you I had a great time, I taught English, and gained even more experience. And fast-forwarding another year, as I said, I had spent 10 months in Australia, and now I was coming to the end of my time backpacking around Asia. And I believe I was in Malaysia when I started to take notice of Mickey's new project called Tijifi. And it was in the early stages and Mickey was working on his own, uploading content to social media and teaching some private classes. It looked fun and there was a lot of work to do. At the same time, I was obviously unemployed. My idea was to return to Spain after going home to visit my family and friends. So I dropped Mickey a message to explain my desire to help him with his project, to develop it, to improve it, because he had mentioned the idea of Teachify when we were working together. And I guess I had this urge, this desire, this motivation to Teachify my life once I got back to Sevilla. Now the rest, as they say, is history. If you'd like to know more about Tijifai and what's happened since I started, 
over three years ago, then please don't hesitate to ask. In addition, speaking about Australia, please feel free to quiz me on that too. If you want to ask me any questions, go ahead. Now though, I need... I need a breather, I need to relax, I need a quick glass of water before reviewing some of that tricky vocabulary. Alrighty, feeling better. Now I've had a relax, I'm ready to go, and let's just recap some of the tricky vocabulary from the story. My story about basically my work experience in Sevilla and working as a teacher, how I got to meet Mickey and how we started Teachify or how Mickey started Teachify and I gave him a little bit of a hand. So I've chosen 10 different words and I'm just going to review the meaning or some synonyms. Ready? So, number one, straight away. Straight away. This means immediately. As soon as I finish this recording, I'm going to go to the gym. Straight away. Number two, make ends meet. To make ends meet is a nice advanced phrase which means to get by financially. To arrive at the end of the month, let's say. Three, live up to. I mentioned that Mickey used to be the teacher at the academy, so I had a lot to live up to. Maybe if I go traveling. Last time I visited Ireland, I had high expectations, but it didn't live up to my expectations, unfortunately. Next, number four, fed up. I'm fed up. I'm tired. I'm frustrated. I'm sick of it. I'm fed up of... Uh, seeing the rain outside, for example. Number five, to flee, meaning to escape, and it is an irregular verb, so fled. Flee, fled, fled. I fled Sevilla in summer. I always flee Sevilla in summer. Six, give it a go. Give it a try. Basically, try. If you're not sure, you should give it a go. Try it. Seven, long story short. This is a nice alternative to uh, in short or in summary. Long story short, I started working at Teachify. Number eight, sharpen. You sharpen a knife uh, to make it sharper. And you can also sharpen some skills. I sharpened my English speaking ability, for example. Number nine is a term that we use to refer to Australia or New Zealand, and it is down under. I lived down under for a year. And number ten, the last one, is on his own, on my own, meaning alone. I would like to work on my own. Mickey set up the company on his own. Well, there we have it, guys. Ten different words and phrases explained, given some synonyms, Please, uh, I encourage you to listen to this podcast once again. See if you can uh, understand absolutely everything. And maybe try to uh, practice your pronunciation by repeating it after me. A nice little trick. So, um, also, 
if you go on the specific website, which you can see a link in the description called Buzzsprout, there you can see the transcript. Unfortunately on Spotify, I don't know why, but you can't. I'll work on it, I promise. So that's it, guys. Thanks all for listening. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And just like I do, make sure you teachify your life.